How's that for a slice of fried gold? Are you think this is a fucking costume? This is a way of life. I'll be back. Just a flesh wound. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. I'm sorry, Ben. Well, hello, this is Gary Horde, and I'm one of the hosts of Cinema Shock, uh, it's the show celebrating uh, the past, present, future. And what are you doing? Know. I don't know. This is a this is the show where we deep dive into cult genre films, but this is the bonus episode <laughs> where where apparently it doesn't matter what we say. <laughs> I, I don't know. Should I have start? It's well, going I, more off the cuff. This is sort of the loosey goosey episode. Yeah. It's the loosey. That's what we're going to call this series, loosey goosey. Loosey goosey. If, if this is the first time you're listening to us, uh, we we are oh, sorry. Uh, we're sorry. <laughs> We're lifelong yeah. friends and we deep dive into movies and you should, this is, should probably not be your first episode, but uh, generally in between weeks where we deep dive, uh, by the time you're hearing this, we'll have just deep dived into the Terminator, uh, the 1984 film from James Cameron, uh, also starring a little known actor named Arnold Schwarzenegger. And that one, uh, it took about three hours, but we told you everything you <laughs> ever want to fucking know about and that plenty movie. of things you probably didn't know, want to care, even care about. <laughs> yeah. Justin <laughs> talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger's dong swinging several times. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And now like, we're like talking more, about. But he talked with it with a sense of, you know, like his the octave dropped a little bit lower. I a think sense of fa- awe. Is fa- what, yeah. Is he faded the lights for. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Justin Bishop. We haven't uh, introduced ourselves other than Gary. I'm Justin Bishop. That's Mr. Todd A. Davis. Hey, Hey, everybody. And this is our little (laughs) bonus episode where we're going to be previewing our next full episode, which is going to be on James Cameron's Aliens. We, As Gary mentioned, we just talked about The Terminator. That was the beginning of a brand new series on James Cameron. Uh, Our next episode will be his follow-up film, which is Aliens from 1986. Uh, Of course, the sequel to Ridley Scott's Aliens from 1979. And uh, what do you guys think about Aliens? I mean, going in, you've seen it. Have we seen it? Are we familiar with Aliens? Is this a first? Todd, we were surprised to hear that the Terminator was Todd's first. Uh, it was it was Todd's first viewing of the Terminator when we went to watch that for the show. Have you seen Aliens? I Todd? have seen Aliens. This okay. is another. It's another one that I think because I think because the I mean spoiler for you know our episode where we're going to talk about Aliens. I th- I think there is definitely a tonal shift with the second one as opposed to Ridley Scott's original, in that it is more action oriented and i think it was more of a popcorn movie and i think because of that it wound up on tv faster than and definitely more accessible uh than the first one and i think that's why i ended up seeing it on tv probably sunday afternoons uh like i like i saw so many of these as a kid growing up uh because we didn't have uh we didn't have cable and um the theater is well where the devil lives so uh we, <laughs> we didn't go wow. to the theater that much wow um, 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, I is that something I your parents familiar. told you? The theater where the devil lives? No, but that what? was kind of the overarching. Are you, are you related to Kathy Bates from The Water Boy? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's so weird. I know you grew up in a, an evangelical family, Justin, but I also, you know, I grew up going to church uh, twice on Sunday and every Wednesday. Yep, faux show. Yeah, nobody told me aliens had anything to do with the devil. That, I no, mean, I was told Freddy Krueger <laughs> was the devil, uh, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My my I, my dad definitely took me to see like Terminator Two in the theater when I was ten years old or whatever. But yeah, or nine wow. years old when it came out. And yet, uh, it, yeah, I, I come from a very religious family, but also um, my my dad's got this weird thing with movies where he doesn't mind like violence and stuff like that but if they say fuck too many times or if there's titties in it uh it's a no-go i don't get that <laughs> i don't know why why is why shooting a guy in the face okay but titties ain't okay titties are good god created titties that's yeah yeah he did he sure did did that shit on purpose (laughs) i just pulled up uh i just uh, i googled aliens review and the first thing that came up or one of the first things was uh roger ebert's review he gave it uh three and a half stars and just the beginning of this review says the ads for aliens claim that this movie will frighten you as few movies have and for what the ads don't lie this, no, movie is, <laughs> this movie is so intense that it creates a problem for me as a reviewer. Do I praise its crafts, craftsmanship or do I tell you it left me feeling wrung out and unhappy? <laughs> wow. It <Jeez>. uh, <laughs> goes on to say this is not the kind of movie where it means anything to say you enjoyed it. I don't know how else to describe this. This movie made me feel bad. It filled me with feelings of unease and disquiet and anxiety. I walked outside and I didn't want to talk to anyone. I was drained. I'm not sure aliens is what we mean by entertainment. Yet I have to be accurate about this movie. It is a superb example of filmmaking craft. Wow. <laughs> what a backhanded compliment. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> that's Roger I mean, Ebert. Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. That's what he thinks about the movie. I mean, I love aliens. It, it is uh, vastly different stylistically and tone wise than the first film, but so is every other movie in the alien franchise. It's real. It's a really bizarre franchise. Yeah. Like alien three and then alien resurrection both get weird in different ways too. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I've seen, I've seen aliens a lot uh, and I'm looking forward to watching it again. And I'm really looking forward to diving in to the creation of it. Cause that's something I don't know a whole lot about that'll be fun you know uh, i'm excited to see where we go with the rest of james cameron's career gary i know that you're pretty familiar with aliens as well um so there's not a whole lot else to say about that i guess other than i'm excited to watch it again yeah. this, actually, is, this is going to be one of those rare series where i mean outside of the very first terminator movie i think i've seen most of these most of yeah. the time there's a good number of them that i haven't seen so yeah. this is this is going to be uh this is going to be fun yeah, it's also interesting because I think I, uh, I, I've i seen the franchise multiple times. And uh, in fact, actually, during our Dan O'Bannon series, I watched the OG Alien and then just continued on and watched them all again. So it's been, I think I did that, too, except, yeah, for, the, except for Prometheus and the the later ones I didn't watch. I just watched well, the first our, our history with Prometheus is long and long and storied story. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but, uh yeah, so I, I think recently I just watched all these movies. So it's uh, but I'm gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna watch it again. 
Yeah, of course. It'll be fun. Uh, have you guys been uh, checking out any other cool stuff in the last uh, little while since we last spoke? I mean, we the the the, four, the three of us went to see Star Trek the Motion Picture on the big screen last week, so that was pretty fun. Together, we held hands and stuff. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to touch my weenie, and I had to tell Todd did the whole thing with the big popcorn bucket, the sitter, and we all reached in at the same and time, dick, including Todd. There, <laughs> he knew his dick was in there, <laughs> and he still did it. <laughs> he just wanted the popcorn. Still acted surprised. Yeah, he was, he was still uh, like, "Who's is that?" Turns out he explained to us that it it was nothing. He wasn't trying to get us to touch his dick. He just liked the feel of buttered popcorn on his dick. Listen, <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. I mean, <laughs> let's be real for a second. That's that's a joke that I think a lot of people nowadays might not get. And even during my time as a teenager, I don't think was something that was actually happening. It was a time before that. So like a generation prior to that, right? Wait, where people were actually doing that? Nobody actually ever has done that. Nobody ever actually has done (laughs) that. No, there's no way. (laughs) I feel like where did it come from? If somebody didn't actually cut holes in popcorn buckets, nobody's ever dick in it. Nobody's ever done that. Well, in the history of humanity. Well, we need to research the origins of the <laughs> popcorn bucket dick grab. But uh, but anyway, Star Trek, the motion picture on the big screen. We saw the director's edition, which has some like updated special effects. Not as egregious as like the Star Wars special editions or anything. They Because right. uh, they were still using uh, like model work and stuff, not replacing it with CG. I thought it looked really good. And it's the first time I've watched that movie in many, many years. And it is long and slow, uh, but I think it's a better movie than people give it credit for, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I think it's got a lot of big ideas that I think it's very ambitious for what they were trying to do, especially since they were sort of capitalizing on the Star Wars uh, thing, because which came out two years earlier. It and doesn't yet, seem and, like it. And yet, and, well, that that's how it got financed but instead of like trying to do star wars they decided we're going to do 2001 a space odyssey instead (laughs) basically it's kind of the direction they went and the story itself to be fair i kind of dig like the whole twist of it or whatever you know like what what the thing is what v'ger is like i think that's kind of cool and uh that's an interesting concept at least it's definitely just an elongated episode I mean, the all the story beats are there. We get sort of a reintrodu- you know, it adds a reintroduction of who the characters are. Of course, there's the famous or maybe infamous reintroduction of the ship. Just kind of, hey, if you forgot what every inch of the ship looks like, here it is, and uh, and it looks great. They did a fantastic job. It's I was gonna say the it's updated beautiful. special effects amount to like if you've gotten the newer version of the Blu-rays of the original series. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were also on it was the version that's like on Netflix. I don't know if it's still there, but I was I was rewatching the original series on Netflix before, and I remember I didn't know that they had done this uh, where they updated everything, and so I was watching. I was like holy shit the 60s look better than i remember yeah it looks really good (laughs) yeah no that those those look really good but yeah at the end of the day it's still structured like a basic episode just yeah elongated you know um so it, it, it it plays slower and i just i think they were maybe just letting those moments land a little bit more but um the effect is that it is the effect that it has on the audience i think is that it's slow or 
dull and that which is not the case there's a lot of stuff going on the stakes are actually pretty high well Well, star trek was never star wars like it wasn't supposed to be star wars it was supposed to be sci-fi like it was you know yeah yeah not an adventure and and that not not like space wars space battles i mean granted it kind of becomes that in wrath of khan yeah they have to they eventually are like okay well we gotta balance this thing it was more contemplative i guess in that first one which i guess this is more of a discussion that'll be uh we'll we'll, uh get into in full probably on a later episode of computer resume podcast oh most Uh, definitely (laughs) (laughs) but uh i do think that i mean the, the biggest issues i have with Star Trek, the motion picture from a story standpoint is that it introduces two characters that I've never met and it expects me to give a shit about them. And (laughs) it's two characters who I uh, will never see again. And yet the entire plot hinges on them. Well, you say you'll, you'll never see again, but I don't know if you've seen what Paramount plus is doing lately, but they'd be trying to find every, you think they're going to bring Decker back. I, I was literally watching it this time thinking like I could see the brick and decker back. I don't know. Didn't that he guy... apparently takes over he takes over the enterprise after Kirk? So there's Am like I... there's a oh. period of time in there. I don't know how long that period of time they're gonna is. have to recast it. That? that guy was like the dad on seventh heaven. Oh, yeah, he, like molest some children or something. But they've recast it? Spock and and yeah, Kirk th- is that's coming the thing. back if on they, Strange New Worlds. It, if they not... are yeah, if they are gonna do anything with that character, it will be much further down the line and almost I, i'll be shocked if they don't recast <laughs> oh, oh they'll, i don't they'll recast because well i don't he think disappears unless they decide to bring Vijer back and like oh they could do that like just some futuristic thing but yeah. no what what i'm saying is is paramount is mining the hell out of star trek they right sure now. are <laughs> they oh, sure yeah. are that that bubble might burst at some point in the near future but we'll see yeah well, I, I, keep, mean, I keep getting asked by you know different guests coming on it's like oh they're they're adding new stuff all the time what's that gonna do your timeline and i'm always like I fuck it know. up it's, it's already yeah. fucked it up right <laughs> well it's, yeah it's... Te- technically no because uh i mean i'm still on enterprise so i'm still very much Where strange new worlds come in Strange New Worlds actually starts after season two of Discovery. After season two of Discovery. Yeah. Strange so, New but, Worlds is Captain Pike, who was the captain of the Enterprise. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know who Captain Pike is. I'm not as okay, big of a well, Star Trek nerd as you guys. So, so <laughs> they are actually in season two of Discovery. They cross paths, Discovery and the Enterprise. And so, and then but, so like this spins out of Discovery. The, the problem, though, the where it's going to mess Todd up, though, is that they're continuing to make these seasons. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> right. by the time, like, they're, those are still going on, and Todd still hasn't even gotten to the OG series yet. Yeah. yeah so. By the way, the guy who played the guy who played Decker, though, um, Stephen Collins, who is in his mid-70s now, so they would definitely uh, recast because he's old as shit. Uh, also, you know, he was the dad on, like, Seventh Heaven. Remember that? Oh my gosh, uh, you're right. I didn't he, even piece that together. He did. He did. He was um, convicted of uh, sexual abuse of a minor. So I don't think that they'll be chat- casting yeah. him at anything. Yeah, not likely. Speaking, <laughs> you think they have that in the people, future? Is that um, what you're about to ask, Todd? You no, think, no, I was just going to say, did not you in guys, the Star Trek. If they have sure. sexual no, 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 abuse no. in the future. <laughs> did you guys see, uh, speaking of people getting charged, did you see Kevin Spacey got charged? Oh, good. Well, Fuck that guy. Well, in, <laughs> yeah. in, in like 
in England or something. Yeah, like, it, there's like yeah, four it's counts over there. Yeah, it's over in England. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you should check out the trailer for the new movie um, that he's in. Um, I watched it because I was curious. It looks, it looks like a made-for-TV movie. It looks. Oh, right. That's what's yeah. it called? Uh, that's better work than he deserves to be getting uh, anyway <laughs> have you guys been watching other than uh of course star trek what el- I, what else have you guys seen lately that, you, that has interested you uh i watched um well i think we talked about it a little bit but the chip and dale movie yes is isn't it phenomenal out, i just watched that today it's as so a matter good. of fact yeah it's, it's so good, good. <laughs> it's so good man uh, the new chip and dell movie is way better than it has any right to be uh it is very much like in the spirit of who framed roger rabbit yes uh it's i adore it i loved it so much it's one of my favorite movies of the year right now yeah. honestly honestly it's really really good and mm-hmm. yeah everything justin said is just hit the nail on the head it's 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 better than it has any reason to be. It's so, it's good. so good, man. Did you enjoy it, Gary? Yeah, I thought it was really fun. Um, I enjoyed all the cameos. Uh, yeah, there was a uh, there was a lot to like. I also, uh, but I guess uh, big love would go to last night. I watched everything, everywhere, all at once, and yes. that movie is Pro- my favorite movie of the year fantastic. so far. I don't know that anything's going to top it. It uh, is weird as fuck, but it's it weird is, as uh, fuck, but it's beautiful, and it is yeah. It maybe something else. Maybe feel feel good about life. So uh, I saw the new Top Gun movie last night. Or oh, yesterday. Ooh, how's and that? It is as good as everyone is saying it is. <laughs> it oh. is. And I read this morning that it is the first movie of 2022 to have an A plus cinema score from audiences, oh, wow. uh, which is outstanding. It is see it on the big screen. Like see this. Don't wait till it comes out on streaming or whatever. Go see Top Gun Maverick on the biggest possible screen it is it is what blockbuster filmmaking should be uh in that it is a spectacle but it's character based i mean you care about the people and this is coming from someone who does not give a shit about the original top gun i have no nostalgia for the original top gun i don't think it's particularly good uh, so i i'm not bringing any of that into this other than i know who some of the characters are but it is like They've got real F-18 fighters. Tom Cruise is in a real F-18 fighter going at like multiple Gs. And you can tell, like it feels real. It doesn't feel like CGI. And that brings a thrill to the movie that you don't get in, you know, the latest Marvel movie, which is all CGI. You know, there's something about them having real airplanes and real and actors in real airplanes that just brings something else to it. Plus, it's just a good story. It's really fun. It's really good. Uh, and the finale is one of the best pieces of action filmmaking that I've seen in a theater in years. Oh, like wow. I was, I was on, I was on the edge of my seat. I was literally like clenching my fists in like anticipation during it. It was, it is like, it is what I want tentpole blockbuster movies to be. And not enough people are making stuff like that. That's awesome. Tom Cruise is one of the few movie stars in the world who has the clout to get shit like that done the way that they want to get it done. You know what I mean? Right. Really good. On the other end of the spectrum, I saw the new Alex Garland movie, Men, which is splitting people left and right, whereas Top Gun, pretty much everyone's loving it. Men, people are either giving it great reviews or they're giving it like half a star because they fucking hate it. Um, I'm on the other end. I loved it. I thought it was really good, but I also absolutely see why people would not love it. I walked out of that theater going, 
most audiences are going to hate this movie. (laughs) It is is aggressively weird and violent and does not explain anything to the audience, which is part of why I enjoyed it. Uh, But it's definitely going to, your, your mileage very much may vary and I wouldn't blame you for it. You know what I mean? Uh, It just happens to be my, my shit, you know? Right. Talking about the uh, cameos in Chip and Dale. um, I, randomly because i was curious about it because i did see the first one and actually kind of enjoyed it uh i sat with uh our friends fred and ren sims i sat with them and watched sonic the hedgehog 2 i've heard it's good it's actually it's pretty good honestly i haven't seen the first one but uh they're both on paramount plus now so maybe i'll check them out soon they are and it's you definitely know what you're getting into it's a you know video game movie Mm-hmm. the sequel <laughs> i mean that's it's what so, it is yeah, but, on, but honestly it's it's a lot of fun yeah and um yeah i, well, I really enjoyed that too as long as we're talking about cartoons um i just watched the mitchells versus the machines for the first time which came out last year it's on it's on netflix uh oh, the mitchells I, versus the machines i think i recall um, seeing a preview or something for that and it is beautiful it's really? an inc- it's incredible. I get I, I gave it five stars on Letterbox, which I rarely do. Uh, even movies that I really enjoy, I think Top Gun get four and a half, uh, which I and I loved it. But Mitchell's mm-hmm. versus the Machines, man, it is. First of all, it's incredibly well like constructed, like from a visual standpoint. Mm-hmm. The animation looks very unlike anything else out there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got a very unique look, but it's also just like it's got a lot of heart, and it goes to a lot of places that quote-unquote kids movies won't usually go Hmm. not not like that it gets super dark just that it gets in more complex dynamic within the family you know Hmm. stuff that's more complicated that kids movies don't often approach uh and it's and it's got a great voice cast danny mcbride is outstanding as the dad maya rudolph's the mom abby jacobson from uh broad city is the the main like daughter who's kind of the main focus uh eric andre's got a decent role beck bennett and fred armison play uh robots (laughs) and they're really funny uh it is really good like it it made me tear up a little bit at a couple points but it's also like it's it's about Uh, a family trying to trying to try to survive a robot apocalypse uh, oh, wow. you know, while also dealing with their own shit. Where like, is, where did you, where did you see that? It's what a Netflix. It, it's on Netflix. Okay. Netflix exclusive. Yeah. I just looked I'll it up. I was going to say it came out on April 30th. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Came out last year. Um, directed by a guy named Michael Rianda, who I'm not really familiar with, but uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the guys behind, uh, you know, the, um, into the Spider-Verse and the 21 Jump Street movies and the, the Lego movie, like they executive produced it. So uh, they, it's, man, I had always, I'd been hearing good things ever since it came out, but it still blew me away, even with those high expectations. Like I would highly, highly recommend watching it as soon as you get a chance. Yeah, I'll have to check it out this, uh, well, my wife's currently out of town. Uh, unfortunately, uh, her grandmother's health is not great, so she's up in Ohio. But she's coming back tomorrow, so I think we'll probably. Yeah, you guys should watch it together. I think. Yeah, watch it. She she loves a good you know animated flick, so yeah. that'll be that'll probably be on the uh, list of things to do tomorrow. For yeah, sure. it's it's really good. Anything else you guys have been checking out? Um, I'm I'm reading Saga. You know, I just caught up on Saga. Grab my. Oh. Two issues I was behind on at the comic book store yesterday. Nice. Read those I, went, this I, I went to the comic book store to get the new um, 
I think the first three issues of the next chap of the next volume of uh, Batman White Knight. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is beyond the White Knight. Um, okay. I went to go get that, but apparently, like issue one sold out Gone. completely. Uh, they'll do a reprint. Yeah. Well, they said the reprint sold out. So oh, wow. now, so now I'm. I, I I think I'm just probably going to wait for the trade. But I did yeah. see uh, Star Trek. Ferengi apparently they're doing a bunch of one shots oh yeah um spotlighting uh spotlighting the different alien races from IDW and uh this one is Ferengi with the uh subtitle future is female uh if anybody if anybody (laughs) out there knows you know the the Ferengi race in the Star Trek universe and how they treat their women it's a fun little um uh, heist movie of sorts okay uh fun. featuring the ferengi uh the writer is uh christina rice um with art by uh andy price and maria Keane. yeah it's it's a lot of fun like i said it's a one shot so you know if you're nervous about those big uh series of things I, you know, check out some one shots because they're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, that's fun. I, I grabbed the third volume, I think, of Something is Killing the Children. I, every I, I've tried to limit myself on trades to like, I, I'll only go grab one when I'm going to get the new issue of Saga. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I'm not like buying one, I do it every week. I know I've talked about it on the show before, but it's such a good, such a good story. James ah, Tenyon is just so good. Yeah, I think four trades are out. I've got the three and I'll grab the fourth one when I go back in a couple weeks that's cool. uh, saga is great right now i mean saga is amazing anyway but i just love the direction they, they take that story in so many unexpected directions yeah because uh, i can't kind of, i can't I, wait I, to see where they get by the end of the series you know it's going to be like in the far future everyone's old i don't know what they're going to do <laughs> oh that's fun i read i read volume one i enjoyed it um but it strikes me as very um sort of star wars it's futuristic sci-fi but there's like a there's definitely a hint of fantasy oh very much i mean magic is a it's very much a thing right Uh, right the the, um one of the the main races which the two main characters are from two warring races and one of them uh they magic is part of their culture okay Uh, so they, they are able to cast spells and things like that but still it works within a sci-fi element uh it's really really good that's cool gary it, i i actually do have a, a comic rec i know you've got a small handful of things that you're currently reading but based on our discussion uh discussing once again your uh thoughts on time travel uh, if you haven't if you haven't read chrononauts um from i believe sean murphy is the uh writer illustrator of chrononauts I highly recommend it because it's very much uh, I mean, it is based on time travel, but the way that they approach it is very it's a imagine if primer, the the time travel movie primer, imagine if primer was funny and that's kind of, you know, it's definitely not. Yeah, the primer is not funny at all. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, one of the most self-serious movies I've ever seen. <laughs> exactly. But it's it kind of takes the idea of, you know, what happens if it actually works? Nice. Like, what would you do? And this guy goes back. And in primer, you know, spoilers if you haven't seen primer, but 
it starts with them messing with the stock market and quitting their jobs because they're making money on the stock exchange now. But then it kind of progresses to, well, there was this guy this one time at this party, I, I'd, I'd go back and punch him in the face and then things unfold from there. Uh, but this is kind of on a grander scale of like, well, I have technology. I'd go take over some armies and I'd, I'd have my pick of Hollywood starlets of yesteryear and, you know, and all of these things. And it sort of snowballs and plays out from there. But uh, Chrononauts, I think the, I know they did a sequel to it, but really that first, um, that first series, it's only four issues and it's an absolute blast. It's, you know, pick your fun action movie type uh you know ride and and that's and that's what chrononauts is i, I don't I think that time travel has anything to do with my ability to hook up with hollywood starlets <laughs> <laughs> so just throwing that out there no, I don't there, think there, I can, there are lots of other factors at play <laughs> yeah i don't think i could just travel back in time and be like oh i don't know Marilyn monroe you're mine <laughs> ingrid bergman wants my dick <laughs> Let's use that as a quote for the. Uh, That's your new media. sign off. Yep, there we go. <laughs> That's your new sign off. Speaking of signing off, I think that's about enough for this bonus episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with our aliens episode as we continue to explore our James Cameron series. Yes. Uh, of course, you guys can follow along on all your podcatchers or at cinemashock.net. Uh, or if you have suggestions about movies we should watch between now and our next bonus episode, send them our way. Tweet at us at uh, cinema underscore shock. Let us know the shit you've been watching that you think we might dig. Uh, maybe we'll have a chance to watch them before our next episode. Or let us know. Here's what. Here's a fun little segment. Al- we're doing Aliens next. We mm. always do our further viewing segment. What do you think our further viewing should be? What When I watch Aliens for that episode, what should I follow it up with as a double feature? Let us know at cinema underscore shock on Twitter, or you can tweet at me at Justin underscore Bishop. Uh, these guys are also on there. Mr. Todd A. Davis, and this is Gary Horn on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, shoot us your recommendations, and uh, maybe we'll seek them out. That's a good idea. I know. Thank you. you're welcome (laughs) i guess that's it for today until next time may the wings of liberty never lose a feather and be excellent to each other johnny has the keys nobody can see you doing the star trek symbol until this goes up on youtube justin uh we're not doing videos on youtube it's just oh we're not man we don't have all these videos have the video feed saved on these i think technically i do so we could i was gonna say i know i've got all of mine but i was i was not dressed for that guys i'm in my pasties in a g-string i haven't even taken a shower today (laughs) all right bye